Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brenning and Jack McEnroe. They'll be taking your calls and speaking with a different guest each week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host, Robert Brining. This evening, I am joined by Jack McEnroe. How are you, Jack? I'm excellent. How are you? Good. It feels like forever since uh, <laughs> you've been hosting with me. Uh, we always say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so how have you been? I've been really good. I was in Miami for two weeks. Uh, I finally finished working on my apartment down there. I was down there gutting the kitchen with my brother, so... It's all done, which is very happy, happy, happy time. So I'm back in New York in air conditioning, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, well, weren't you recently swimming somewhere, too? Yeah, I swam in uh, in Reykjavik, Iceland. There was a big uh, international competition there. And I saw our, some of those cool photos that you Oh, had. my God. It was amazing. The coolest thing was the natural hot springs that um, they had kind of a party out there where they had a bar and a DJ. And since it's never dark there right now, we were there from like 11 to 1 o'clock in the morning, and it was like we were dancing at, in, at, in, at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It was really cool. Yeah, those pictures, of the, they were, I'm assuming they're the ones that you were in, those, in the water. Um, yeah. It was, it was really, it was, they were really cool. It looked like a really interesting place to be. Yeah, it was. It was like nowhere else I've ever been either because – it's all volcanic rock, so the island, like driving in from the airport, it's like you're on Mars, and it's really, really weird. There's not, there's not a lot of grass. There's not, I mean, in some places there's some grass and some animals, but for the most part, it just looks like weird Martian rock. So, um, and then it's really small. Like all of Iceland is only 300,000 people, and like almost 90% of them are in Reykjavik. So. It's just really small, and it, it, it was great. It was, it's beautiful. The people were super cool. It was weird to be somewhere where it was never dark. I had never been in that in that situation before. But it does a number on your head. I, I did great. Uh, our yeah. team won by a lot, and um, I did some of my, my best time, so I was really happy. Now, when you go there, do you represent, like, a team? Like, your team, is it, like um... – like, like, yeah. do you represent, like, is it like a New York team or, like, what is it? Yeah, usually, so most other countries, because they're smaller, represent, like, London or something, but, um, mm-hmm. or Paris, and, like, Paris has their own team, and um, they represent all of France, but I think they're the only French team. There's a few, but, but most of the states, or the bigger cities, actually, in the U.S. have teams, so D.C., Chicago, like, um, like Florida Masters has a team, um, you know, Team New York. We, team New York won. DC got second. The San Francisco Tsunami. There's a whole. There's a ton of teams in the U.S. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and then they're, they're all they're all gay teams, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, like actually, our team is probably seventy percent gay men, and then twenty percent straight women, and then ten percent lesbians, and then a spattering of unquestioning then I don't know what <laughs> but it's primarily like gay, but also yeah, you know, it's very l g b t it's very it's l g b t centric and there's a lot of there's a fair amount of straight people, not a lot of straight guys because I don't know they think that's weird or something, but we have a few do it or not yeah. Well, yeah, I do that but, here for the for the local soccer team. So, and we have an abundance of of actually straight players that play with us, um, um, because they enjoy the way that I guess that we play. And you know, a lot of people growing up. I mean, for me, growing up, you know, as somebody who was gay, I didn't know there was gay sports teams. I didn't know this was something that was available to, available to me. So, you know, I think it's 
something that's good to remind people that if you have a specific sport, I mean, I know there's softball, there's frisbee, there's rugby, oh, there's, there's everything. football, there's, there's everything. So just yeah. Google it and you can find it probably. But, um, yeah. you know, I want to move on to a little bit. Uh, I see our guest is on, on the line now, but I want to talk a little bit about the International AIDS Conference that's coming up um, next weekend. I can't believe it's here already. Um, I know. It's the first time I believe that it's going to be in the United States in 22 years. Um, and Dave Purdy, our guest who's coming on this evening, he is running um, AIDS 2012 Reunion, which is a bunch of awesome events that is happening outside of the International AIDS Conference, but during the same week. So for those people who may not be able to afford the outrageous registration fee um, or, or you didn't get a scholarship, you know, these events are there for you to still go in and, and view the quilt and, and experience this awesome um, lineup that he has coming well, up. And um, I just you know, want to interject really quickly about the fee mm-hmm. and everything. It's like $1,000 or something to get into the exhibition hall and to see. But I was talking to a bunch of people from Hall's Magazine that are going, and they're like, oh, God, he's like, don't even worry about that because he's like, that just gets you into the media center and, like, some of the exhibition halls because that's all the boring stuff. That's all the, the yeah. um, because all the fun stuff happens, it's public access. So they have, like, a, 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 a I don't know the name of it. I, I don't have the map in front of me, actually. Um, actually, I can look at the map. Uh, it's called the Global Village. And that's yeah. open to the public. And that's where uh, they said all the fun stuff goes on and the quilt is open to the public. So for the most part, most of the interesting stuff is open to the public. It's just the sessions that aren't open that you have to pay to get into. But so many of those are so boring anyways. It's like, you know. Yeah, that's so. what I thought. It's all like policy and, you know what I mean, things like like and, and, and scientific stuff, and like which is all important, you know what I mean, research and things like that. Of course. But the average person living with HIV – is not, I mean, maybe they will, but I don't find that interesting. I would rather, like you said, go to the Global Village, see the quilt, experience right. it, and meet real people. Right. Which I do so. like some of that. Like, I do like scientific data and knowing what new meds are coming out and what the research is all about and study results and stuff. But I can only take that for a certain amount of time, and then I'm, I'm like, all right, let's move on and go see people with their boots out in the Global Village. Yeah, not a whole week. <laughs> But you'll be there for a few days. Um, you were saying, yeah, I right? get there Saturday morning, and then I leave Tuesday night probably. And I will actually be getting there on Saturday, and I'll be there until uh, the following Friday, so the 27th. And I know that I'm going to be – we're trying to set up a couple shows that we're doing live from there. All right. Um, so I um, I know that we uh, – we're going to do some – I'll talk to you off air about it, but um, we're going to do some live ones, like I think Monday, Tuesday – and then we'll do, like, a recap on Sunday of the whole conference. So uh, there's a, a lot of different things. That, it's all going to be, like, last minute and kind of, like, on the fly. Yeah, well, I think that's how the whole conference is. The whole yeah. conference, I think, is because there's something like twenty five to 30,000 people. So they said it's not uncommon to get separated from your group, and everyone's trying to find each other by cell phones. And he's like, don't go in with too strict of a plan because it will never happen. So <laughs> Yeah, it's chaotic, especially if you don't know the city. Right. That'll make it even worse because I've been there a few times and I still don't know where I'm at. <laughs> it's all the it's all the circles. Like I know where the Westin is. That's about it. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so let's see here. Let's go ahead and bring our guest on. I see Dave sitting on the line. So um, for those people who are not familiar with Dave Purdy, Dave Purdy is the founder and CEO of the World AIDS Institute, and he's I believe spearheading um, the AIDS 2012 reunion. And uh, he's going to come on and share a little bit about his personal journey with HIV and then about all the awesome events that's going to take place, um, you know, during the week of the conference. So help me welcome Dave Purdy to the show. Welcome Dave. Hey Robert, Mr. Hey, Jack, how are, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. How yeah. What's going on? Uh, it's been a little crazy, but, uh, it's all good. We kind of like, uh, blew it out, uh, yesterday for Bastille day here in DC. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> What's that? Which was a lot of fun. And in fact, uh, I'm I'm not sure if we're allowed to drink on the air, but I'm actually finishing my last cocktail here because it's been that kind of couple. Of weeks <laughs> we don't have we don't have any worse. we don't have any rules here. <laughs> <laughs> and just for the record, I know Jack really well, right, Jack? <laughs> um, actually, I knew Jack when I was in New York City, and, and for the record, is uh, I had the hugest crush on on Jack McElroy when I was. 
bartending splash. But that was oh, please. Over. I hit on you so hard, and you totally barely paid any attention to me. Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jack's awesome. And and uh, so thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm looking That's forward funny. to this. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, so I'm sure you yeah. had a, a busy last couple, like probably few months, you know, with organizing, because you're, you're basically the head organizer of the AIDS reunion, right? Um, I would call myself the head organizer. It's really a number of different groups and organizations and and folks that decided that they want to try and put on some community events. And, and Jack's absolutely right. There's a whole free section called the Global Village uh, for the International AIDS Conferences. Um, but it's still pretty HIV-heavy, so if someone were to just walk off the street, they probably wouldn't have as, as interesting or, or good a time uh, if they didn't really understand anything about HIV and AIDS. So um, it's really fantastic, though. I encourage everyone to go that's, that's uh that's online right now. Um, so what we wanted to do is kind of like engage other people, you know, the general public, uh, people that may or may not have an interest in, in the subject matter, but could do something like, you know, attend an exhibit or it could be a dance party or an international age candlelight uh, vigil that we're doing immediately following the uh, opening ceremonies. They're, they're going to close down 7th Street and, uh, so we're just going to walk straight down into the Capitol. There's a reflecting pool where uh, all the presidents are inaugurated uh, uh, up on the steps. And so that's going to be cool. Uh, so we've got a number of different uh, things going on. And I know you guys know uh, Daniel Bauer. And, of course, he's going to be doing his worldwide uh, de- uh, debut of his uh, of his show called Beyond Belief. And, uh, and the fun one, this is going to be a lot of fun, actually, so. There's one called the Psychedelic Hooker Ball. So we're doing that at Ziegfeld Secrets here in D.C., which if you don't know what that club is, it's, it's really fun. It's a cabaret-style club, but it's also one of the few places in, in the country where there's actually full uh, new dancing. So uh, it's going to be a blast. It's called Psychedelic Hooker Ball uh, because, uh, you know, it's been 22 years since the International AIDS Conference has been in the United States. And uh, that's because there was uh, uh, something called an HIV travel ban. So the HIV travel ban basically said that if you're HIV positive, you're not legally allowed to come into the United States. So uh, actually it was George W. Bush that started to rescind that. And uh, they didn't finish in his administration. Then Obama didn't actually sign the uh, order to get rid of it. But there's still two marginalized groups that... uh, that I was going to just say that. Yeah, and the decimated groups uh, include uh, sex workers. Uh, a lot of that could be survival sex workers um, uh, that rely on that to just pure survival. And then uh, also IDUs or, or drug users, injection drug users. So, we're, uh, you know, people are talking about, uh, you know, going on the Capitol and marching and protesting and all this things, which I think is important. So we're trying to figure out a way we could do something kind of socially and network uh where people could still get the messages and, and talk about it and, and, and also show support and, and respect for, for these two uh, groups that should be here. So they, they're not allowed, and, and so that's what the psychedelic Parker ball, and it's going to be a blast. So hopefully you guys will be able to make that. Yeah, no, that sounds like fun. I mean, one of the things that I just want to stress on that you mentioned, because some people, I mean, when I share this with my family members, they didn't know that there was a travel ban that people with HIV weren't able to enter the United States for so long because they were wondering why this conference was such a big deal that it was here. And, and when I explained it to them at a recent gathering, they were, they were shocked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you're well, you know, that, I have to next- say, it, it, it was a law. It wasn't really made a big deal of. It was a law in place to keep people out for certain circumstances. Like, I used to travel internationally all the time, and I've been positive since I was 20. And they don't they never asked you. I mean, well, I'm just speaking from personal experience. They never asked me. Um, I guess they could have gone through and looked at medication and stuff, but it was a, never an issue for me. I think they just use it as, as you know, a way that if there's someone that's, that they don't want to let in the country and they find other HIV positive, they can keep them out. So Right. Yeah, exactly. They they did use it sometimes, and I, I don't think it was really like, truly fully enforced, but I guess that's part of, 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 of the point. It was an old law. It was basically designed to 
not pass uh, our healthcare system in the early days of AIDS. So right. uh, when we didn't know exactly what what was going on. So, you know, that law had been around for, for a very long time. So we're happy to see that go, but there's still, we still like to see these other groups included and hopefully that they'll reconsider and maybe this administration or, or this, yeah, this Congress, sorry, um, might, <laughs> might actually do something about it. Um, so, so yeah, so we're really excited about, you know, all these uh, events. Our, our apps should be coming out soon. There's going to be two apps, one that the conference does and, and ours with the community uh, events and what's also cool about uh, Ace Twenty Twelve Unions, any event, we'll we'll post it on our website. We'll help promote it. Um, there's there's some small organizations that just don't have that capability, so we're happy to help. Um, and there's all sorts of ways that, that they can contact us through our website. So yeah, we're excited. Um, it's going to be a crazy week, but uh, and then the next week is is when it all uh, starts happening. So yeah, we're excited about that. Now, you said that there's there's two apps, one's for the main conference, which I actually was looking because I saw when you sent me the poster before the show, I saw that it said download our app, so I went to look for it. I saw that yours isn't up yet, right? But when they yeah, get we're, when they yeah. get, you're encouraging people to download the app for what, what reason? Yeah. I mean, besides so, um, the list of events. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. So, so our app actually is going to uh, have a number of different things that I'm going to pull up right now. Um, so what it's going to do is it's going to allow you to, um, uh, you know, see what our major events are, which are the ones that I just went through. we got some breakfast satellites, a couple of those over at the Western City Center. Uh, we actually have a, a metro map uh, for people because there's going to be a lot of international folks, and, you know, even non-international but folks from this country that don't really know D.C., so the metro map will be able to help with that. And something else is kind of cool. We got a GPS map, so you'll be able to know exactly where you are in the city, and then you'll also be able to identify where the events are. Uh, each event has a little button on it, so you can hit it, and, and it takes you straight to the map, and it tells you where the event is in comparison to where you are. Um, you know, it's kind of like Scruff. You guys know what that is? Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> GPS based. Yeah. So it, you know, it's that technology. Uh, the other thing that's kind of cool is with this candlelight visual, we've got a it's 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 basically a virtual candle. So uh, when you, when we start getting uh, closer to the the capital, you, you can't have open flames. It's the law. So this will enable people to actually pull this up on the app, and they can actually use it as as a visual, um, you know, for light. So uh, that's kind of cool. And then uh, also we're going to be um, it has a list of, of the other events that are happening around the city uh, that may not be the marquee events for ASO and Trouble Union. And, uh, and then, of course, it gets our, our, our listing of, of our film festivals. And then, uh, yeah, so it's, it's cool. It's just a tool, you know, it's a tool to help people, you know, get around the city and, and enjoy it. Because I know every international AIDS conference that I've been to, yeah, the conferences. You know, it's good. It's, you know, it's medicine and science. And when I used to publish a medical journal for 10 years, you know, I used to go to, you know, the, the programs and the sessions. And, yeah, it can definitely be kind of boring. But what I really want to do is, like, go enjoy, you know, Berlin or Durban, South Africa or Rome or Vienna or, you know, you really want to learn more about the culture. And there's going to be a lot of people coming and you know, I, I expect there's probably going to be 35,000 people or more. And right. oh a lot my of these Lord. people have never, yeah, a lot of these people have never been to the United States of America. Uh, the Washington Post has been contacting us and 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 asking for stories from around the world about, you know, people's stories about how they're coming and how they're getting here. And it's just amazing, you know, people are, you know, doing basic things like you know, creating. Uh, creating things like bracelets and, and selling them so that they can have the money to come. And so this is a big deal. And uh, I don't think the, the U.S. And, and D.C. really understand how big a deal this is, but they're about to find out. And and I hope IS is prepared, the, the governing body that puts this on, but I'm not so sure they are prepared either. So it's going to be a trip. It's going to be a lot of fun. And that's really what our events are about. It's about uh, 
getting people together, networking and, and socializing. And, and as someone who's, you know, HIV positive, the big thing for me is as we're looking at these big, huge boosts in the conference and all these people that we have to bring it down to, to what, why we're doing this. And it's for uh, people living with HIV and AIDS and, and also preventing people from getting this disease. Hey, um, Dave, if you could uh, just kind of recap what you, in the style that you did, talk about what's the, what's the conference like for someone like neither Robert or I have ever been to the international AIDS conference. I've been to many of the, the USACs, but I've, I've heard it's like that, like on crack. Basically, <laughs> yeah, it is, and you know what? Everybody feels the same way. So, <laughs> everyone that walks into the convention center is going to be feeling overwhelmed because there's so many people. And uh, you know, luckily, um, you know, for for us, it's we're in an English-speaking country. But but try and go to some place like Mexico City or um, you know, or, or even Rome, and where they they some people do speak English, but it's going to be easier for us, you know. English-speaking Americans to get around, but it's just it's just huge. It's massive amounts of people. But the cool thing is, is there's so many opportunities to meet people that you would never have an opportunity to meet from all over the world. That's the cool part. But I'm kind of enjoying. I'm going to enjoy not only meeting these folks, but doing something socially with them. You know, because you can learn a lot. From people and, and so, and so what ideas. is? I mean, I know there's exhibition halls where, like, all the drug companies and all, every, all these organizations have booths. There's media, and then there's the sessions, and then what's like the what is the um, the global, global village, village like? Like, what else is there to do? Yeah, well, they'll have like different activities inside the global village, um, but really, it's 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 mainly uh, for the HIV and AIDS related organizations. Uh, from the U.S. as well as some from around the world. So they'll have their tables and they'll have their small booths and they'll have their materials about the programs that they, they do. And they'll have different um, different kind of media that they'll use to, to promote what their mission is. So right. if there's a group that's interested in helping, you know, women, then, then they'll, they'll, their materials will be focused on that. If there's a group, uh, you know, that's helping uh, people that are, you know, with with drugs or IDUs, injection drug users, then their focus would be on that. So that that's what I meant by the global visit is really great, and I encourage everyone to do that. But if someone were to, you know, just walk by the convention center and say, oh, you can get in here free and walk into Global Village, they'd be really overwhelmed with <laughs> HIV, AIDS-related information, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, are they um, Go ahead. No, I was just going to go ahead, Jack. If you were going to ask something related to that, go ahead. Well, no, I was just this is totally off, off uh, not related necessarily, but I did hear from uh, Regan Hoffman of Pog Magazine that there are going to be a ton of celebrities there, like throughout the week and a lot of the opening ceremonies. And she's like, I can't even say her the, what their names are because it's so such a big deal. Like, so. Anyway, she's like, yeah, the usual ones, like Annie Lennox is going to be there, the ones that come every year, but then there's like a whole, they still haven't nailed it down, everyone, and she's like, I got in trouble once, I already mentioned someone's name, but she's like, you'll be impressed. So I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I know that, uh, you know, they have released some of the names, like Elton John will be there, Whoopi Goldberg, um, you know, in that kind of world, and then you've got, you know, the Gates and, and Bill Clinton and... Um, you know, uh, other people that are more in policy or, or government. So, right. and I also think that, that that some are coming that really don't want people to know. They just want to be present and, and supportive. Right. I know the White. I know the White House is doing something with um, Alicia Keys. Uh, she's going to be there. Yeah. Um, of course. Um, so there's going to be a, a whole bunch of you know uh, celebrities. I believe they're just going to kind of drop by and maybe be supportive of perhaps an organization that they support anyways. Uh, right. Like Alicia Keys' Keep a, Child, Keep a Child Alive that she's been working on for a number of years now. Um, by support groups in Africa, in Africa uh, for children. So, yeah, that's going to be kind of cool and sexy. But the funny thing about IS, like, we got these posters. I, I kind of sent you a snapshot of one, Robert. But yeah. it's going to be all over the city. And it's really going to be one of the first times that, DC is going to even know that an international AIDS conference is coming. 
Um, the responsibility of the International Aid Society is not to promote uh, the conference. It's to promote the conference to people that can come in and, and spend a thousand bucks. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, it's not necessarily to go out there and advertise it within the community. So we're going to have a bunch of, of these posters up all over the city and, and businesses and stuff like that because we want them to, to share in it as well. I think that's, that's awesome. Uh, the thing I was going to ask you about was uh, the quilt. They're actually this, they're going to display the entire quilt. Is that true? Yeah, and actually I was helping uh, Julie Rhodes, the executive director, and, and I was helping her early on with that process, and, and, and she kind of went in uh, a, a, a different direction, and we kind of decided to do the Ace Wing 12 reunion stuff. But it's going to be amazing. It really is. And, and I encourage everyone that's going to be in D.C. to to go, and, and it's it's our memorial. It's the United States, you know, memorial for for, you know, everyone that has died from AIDS. Um, so it's a time of remembrance, and it's going to be emotional, and it's going to be really hard, but it's also really important. We can't forget um, what happened, and, and and Jack knows. Jack remembers. It's, oh, yeah, I and I, went, I was well. actually at the last time it was in its entirety. And the thing is about it is it's, it is, it, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, and if you feel up to going, you should definitely go and see it because it's amazing and it's awe-inspiring and it's massive and in its massiveness, it's also massively depressing. So, you know, be prepared. There's a lot of people crying. There's a lot of people, a lot of emotions wrapped up in it all. So, it, it's beautiful but it's also awful. I mean, you, it, you know, it, it, it's, it reminds you of a really horrible time. So, you know, just if you're if you're up for dealing with that, it's it's very moving. Yeah. I think and, that you know, it's. I was just going to say that I think that it's um, something that's really important that people who are newly diagnosed to go to. Like for me, I didn't experience you know the the loss of friends and things like that because I was diagnosed in 2001. So for me, I want to go and experience that emotion. You know what I mean of 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 that because I want to be remembered. I want to be reminded that that's how it was. You know what I mean? That's how far we've come. You know what I mean? We need to be reminded because so many people are so complacent and think it's one pill a day. You know what I mean? And AIDS isn't something to worry about, where I think this is a good reminder for young people who are newly diagnosed to go in and really see what this was really doing to us. Yeah, that's so true. And, um, you know, uh, my my day job, the World AIDS Institute, that our organization is is focused on, on uh, documenting and preserving the history of AIDS. But but also we're also focusing on a cure because uh, I know you had uh, you had Timothy on last week and, and we're actually going to be working very closely with Timothy during the conference on activities that we're doing as well as things that he wants to do. Um, but you know, if you talk to the scientists now, and uh, and I've spoken to to quite a few now that are focusing on cure research, they're saying it's absolutely possible. And totally. And it's, and it's because of Timothy Brown that was on last week, uh, last weekend, last Sunday, because no, the inside, Timothy lies the answer. So, you know, he has been poked and prodded and, and spinal tapped and, and biopsied and, you know, they've gone into his brain. They've done everything. That man has been to hell um, and, and in, in hopes of helping find a cure because he knows how blessed he is. And so he's going to step forward more as a leader. Um, and you'll see that at the International AIDS Conference as well. We're going to be doing a press conference with him um, on that Wednesday. But, but the, the point there is that, you know, if you look at the past 31 years, as long as AIDS has been around now, it, it, yeah, there's been a lot of emotions. But, Jack, I know you know this as well. It, it's not all sadness because there's been some hilarious, funny moments that you just have to laugh at. Like, for example, there was this um, uh, video that we showed when we launched the World AIDS Institute uh, around the 30 years of AIDS. Uh, it was June 7th that we launched last year. And uh, there's this girl, I don't know if you remember Spree or not, uh, Jack, uh, drag queen, mm -hmm. uh, had, a, had a goatee, a gray goatee with a ponytail up top. And, uh, and she was talking about, um, she, she worked a midnight shift for the National AIDS Hotline. And she said some of the calls that were coming in were just unbelievable. The, the, some of the stories that they would share and, uh, 
And and we played that video, and I kind of like waffled on that if we should do that because we had some, you know high-ranking officials at, at our launch event um, at the Smithsonian at the National Press Club, and um, we're like, yeah, screw it, we're gonna we're gonna play this. And and it was everyone first people didn't know if they should laugh, and then they then they just started dying laughing because it was just such a crazy weird time that there was some moments that were hilarious. Um, a friend of mine, David Miller. Um, was an act up and he was what they call the muscles. So there's different, you know, uh, roles for people in act up. And so he was the muscle and meaning that he was the one with the whistle and screaming and yelling and out front, you know, just being kind of aggressive moving people out of the way. And he said, when they decided to storm the FDA, they had, you know, they had, you know, like a fence, a major fence around it, but they had barbed wire up top there. So we told all the, all the guys in ACT UP, which were make mainly gay men and some and some lesbians and, and other women. And so he was one of the few straight guys. And so he said, you know, make sure you bring blankets because we have to climb the fence. You have your blanket and then you're going to throw it over it so you can climb over the fence so you don't get stuck by this, you know, this off wire. And so they bring, and he said he's never seen so many, like, you know, over-the-top blankets from, like, couture <laughs> blankets with fringy stuff and all over there. And as they were about to approach and put it over the bob wire, someone said, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I, just, I can't do that. Blanket. So, you know, there's just, like, crazy funny moments like that, too. So, so yeah, you know, there's a lot of emotion, but it's not all all sad because we're talking about a human condition. And, uh, and sometimes I remember when it was just so hard, you know, you can only take so much loss that, you know, other emotions come out as well. So. Yeah. And I mean, at the, a, at, at, the, at the heart of it all, it's, is love. I mean, it's, that's uh-huh. what it was. People put love into making the pieces people, you know, it's all, it, but you know, I just said, it brings up a lot of emotion and it's very moving and not all that is necessarily a good feeling. But it's yeah. it, you know it's it's just very it's very intense. Yeah, so. it is. And you know, and, and and Jack, I just want to go on the record. You're doing amazing stuff yourself, and um, uh, you know, I'm just really happy that you are are uh, have become a leader. Um, it's Thank really you. important. And Thank and you, you know how hard it is to recruit folks these days, and, and especially young people. So this is also an opportunity to recruit. It's an opportunity to get people engaged that normally hadn't been or or did, didn't have an interest in. So the International Ace Conference also provides a unique opportunity that, that we may never have again to get people, you know, interested in, in, in fighting this disease. And, uh, and, of course, Robert, you're doing a great job, too. And and, and I'm so happy that you, Thank you. decided to, to um, actually – bring your radio show on the road. It's going to be fantastic. I mean, you're going to be able to do some of these human interest stories with, with people from around the world, and it's really going to provide a lot of a color for your for your listeners. And, and it, you know, it's going to be a tremendous – I'm getting really excited. I know I sound a little bit tired right now, and I apologize. And it's, um, it's, uh, but this is it, man. This is the, uh, you know – I'm a home stretch. When you're when – you're, yeah, exactly. When you're practicing, you know, swimming and, and – you know, you just got to keep going. So uh, it, it's going to be fantastic. It really is. So, Dave, tell us a little bit about um, your personal journey uh, with HIV. How long have you been positive? Um, well, they estimate like 18 years now. And the only reason they were able to estimate this when I was uh, diagnosed in 2003 Um uh they they were able to go back based upon my T cell count, um, and and uh, at the time my business partner with our medical journal uh, that I was still publishing at that time, um, also was a, an executive at Roche Diagnostics, so they're able to use some really hypersensitive testing and and they're able to go back. And what we found out was that in a long term relationship that I was in in New York City, um, that's when it happened. Uh, you know, it's another one of those stories. It's, you know, it's kind of sad and tragic in many ways, but also very empowering, you know, for me because I was doing, I've been doing work in HIV for 25 years now. So um, what happened was that, you know, I was in a relationship and 
we're in love, but, you know, I suggested that we get, you know, an HIV test together. I was living in L.A. and New York at the time, so my doctor was in L.A., and I was going back and forth, and so I went to L.A., and I got my test, and he got his test in New York, and I came back, and I had my test, and I showed it to him. I said, I'm negative, and he said, yeah, I am too. I said, great, and, you know, we, our relationship developed and uh, came more, you know, in love with each other, and finally it was time to move in into the same uh, apartment, um, which is a, a big decision when you're living in New York City. It's, it's Jack, you got to really think that through because it's not always the biggest space, and you, you know you got to make it work. So if you're going to do that, it's, it's, it's a huge deal. So I'm like, oh, this is my soulmate. We're going to be together for the rest of my life, and you know, I'm so excited. So we moved in, and uh, we always use condoms. Uh, up to this point and so we were unpacking and it's just hell moving in New York City too I mean <laughs> forget it it's just incredibly difficult so we got all these boxes in there we finally get them into the apartment and we're starting to unload and finally I just said I can't let's stop I said let's just go have a nice dinner bottle of wine you know we can do this you know when uh, tomorrow or the next day or whatever so we did go out to dinner and you know we had like two bottles of wine and went home and, you know, started getting hot and heavy and, you know, getting into it and intimate and reached into the side dresser drawer where we keep the, you know, lube, condoms, whatever else, and opened up the drawer and there wasn't anything in there. And he looked at me and I looked at him and we're like, well, we're moving into each other. We're going to be together the rest of our lives. I love you. You know, we need to think about it because I'm negative and you're negative. So we didn't use a condom, and we never went back to using condoms at, at that point. And, you know, I don't know the full story, and I kind of in some ways don't want to know the full story because I don't think it's about that. It was, you know, I'm an adult. I made a decision. He made a decision. Um, but um, I actually found out later that he actually never got an HIV test. And uh, and I won't go into how I found found that out because it, it's not about that. It's not about blame. Um, but basically, I I found out because something was was mailed to him that in the circumstance I opened it up and I was like, oh, okay. So the facts were there. Um, but um, so it was it was it was uh, it was kind of tough actually because. You know, I'd been working in the field for so long. I was publishing a medical journal. Um, I, I was. Well, I just want to interject really quickly. I just yeah. wanted to rush you about. We went on a date. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and so, uh, when was that? It was like. Cause I think you told me you were negative. So it must have been yeah. like 10 years ago. So yeah, you still well, thought you were time, negative. Yeah, at that time, I thought I was. It was after yeah, that. which is so interesting to me too, because I thought it was very uh, admirable for someone who was negative to be working in the HIV field. Yeah, and 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 so how do you feel about someone who's positive now working? In? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're a cliche, dear. <laughs> oh no, no, I remember that, Jack, because you know we talked about it, and you asked me a lot of very, you're very intelligent, and you asked some very intelligent questions because you know I was, that was my work, and and right. Um, oh, I remember. I remember all of that. Um, yeah, that was when I, because I also uh, after we had um, um, this uh, long-term relationship, mine after we had broken up, um, I went to a really dark place, and I we had a place in South Beach as well as um, New York City um, at that time, and uh, and so South Beach became my home, and uh, basically one day I just. It, it, just about the relationship, not had nothing to do with with HIV because at that point that was a that was an unknown. Um, you know, one day I said I just can't take anymore, and I just, <laughs> you know, check drama. You know, I, I walked out my apartment door, I hailed the cab, I had one bag, and I jumped in. That that was it. I didn't speak to him for a year, um, and you know, it was it was rough. But uh, right. so when I came back, and that's when I you and I got. Uh, reacquainted uh, Jack and, <laughs> and it was after that and then yeah 
and you know, um, I, I you know, SpaceX and uh, by the way, you know, this is kind of I just have to throw this in real quick. Do you know the CDC? If you if you, if you even if you go to the uh, CDC website, they actually still say in this day and age, they they say if you're gonna do fellatio, that you have to put a rubber on someone's um, penis, whatever you want to call it, um, in order to do fellatio. Otherwise, it's not safe. And I thought really? about that. And I was like, yes. And I thought about that. And I said, you know what? They can't even be honest enough at that level of, of government to say, you know what? We, we know that, that, doesn't, that that's not really a, a, a mode of, trans, of transmission. So, well, I mean, know, maybe uh, they're just covering their ass in terms of if someone who's completely got a crazy viral load running through their veins, like, I, I mean, I it, guess it's the only way to be 100% because you can, you technically you can contract it orally if the person giving head has a cut in their mouth and the other person has a crazy viral load. I mean, it can happen, so maybe they're just trying to say, like, to be absolutely 100%, you know, safe, then that's the only way. But we clearly know that if you could get HIV by giving head, that every gay guy in this country would have it. So, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, what kind of country would that be where the gay men can't give head without putting rubber on it? Um, right. But, but you're right. Yeah. But I, I think my, my, my point on that one is there's still, even though the information is not getting out there, there's still some, and I, I, you're right, we can't, can't call that misinformation. Because is there a chance, there's a, a very, very low, slight chance of, of contracting it. In that, I mean, the person would have to have, like, open sores, and they'd have yeah, to, you know, totally. come in their mouth. like yeah. So it would have to be that kind of scenario. That was based upon something that had happened years and years ago in the history of AIDS. And, and it just scared the heck out of everybody. And, and so they felt the need to, to do that. So I think part of our, our responsibility as well, and, and, and that's why in my own personal life, in my own personal situation, when I'm speaking to people, and it could be young people, not young people. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, people my age now that are seroconverting. Um, and, you know, that, that know, you know, they know how it's transmitted. Uh, is to, you know, make sure that we're sharing information about our own story uh, with others. Because if I can share my story with someone and perhaps they're in a relationship they think is monogamous, um, that, you know, they, they would they would think about, you know, um, and of course it's a personal decision, but they would at least think about, you know, how they would engage in, in, in sexual activity with with, right. with someone. So actually, that's why I mentioned the CDC thing because, you know, some of it's like crazy and, and that's the other thing. People don't trust, you know. If they were to see that with the CDC, they're like, forget it. I'm not worried. I'm not going to put a condom on someone so I can, you know, have fun. But yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Now, let me, um, I have a caller here, so let me bring this person on the air. They've been holding for a couple minutes. Area code 804, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. How are you? How are you all? Hi. Hey, Melissa. I just wanted to call and say Hi. And um, wish everyone luck coming up next week. And uh, it's been really wonderful listening to you all talk. Thanks. Will you are be are there? you coming down? Are you are you coming? Is it up or down from Richmond? I I'm can't up. remember. I'm coming up to you <laughs> oh, okay. guys. <laughs> so, okay, so you're going to come down. Down and a half and, south. Yeah. All right, so you're going to come up and see us then. For a little bit. Yep. As much as All I right, can cool. Get there. Well, I know it's hard because you've got kids and and yeah. you know, but but at least I, I'm glad that you're coming because it's always great to see you, Melissa. Great to see you. You're an inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. You as well. I agree. Did, All of you. Did you have a Did you have a question, sweetheart? No, I just wanted to say hello to you, everyone. Oh, All right. Hey. I can't have a good night. Week. All right. You You guys have a good night too. Bye. Bye, honey. Oh, okay. I'm a little uh, bit worried, like, I like that when I get there and try to find people, that it's just going to be mayhem, and you're not going to be able to find people. Is that the case, Dave? Um, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> definitely know the <laughs> definitely know the layout of the conference. 
and and just right. pick like key key marquee locations that people can recognize, right. and then just say I will meet you there in in ten minutes. And and I think most cell phones do actually work in the convention center. I've done a number of things there, so at least you'll be in communication. But look for those key um, right. know, hardcore. Yeah, if you do that, you, you'll be fine. And then other times you're just going to want to kind of wander, you know. Right, right, it's right. Fun. It's fun. It's really interesting. Are you going to Are you going to be uh, doing any of the sessions, the medical scientific stuff? No. Um, okay. I'm not. Well, you're not. You're not going to miss much. The other thing about the conference, which has really changed, is most of the information is so instantaneous now. They don't really hold back on information. You know what I mean? So right. I doubt if there's going to be any like huge groundbreaking things that you know people are going to be just oh my god, right? Do That's just amazing. Um, actually, so no, I, I actually I'm, I'm corrected. I'm, I have one day I think where I have a full access pass, so I might. But who knows? I mean, I might just want to walk, run around and have fun. Well, where are you so. staying? I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. You're, you won't be homeless. You got my uh, number. Oh, oh, I know, but I'll get it for I'll get it from you. <laughs> I'm serious. Are you in DC I'm now? Serious. Where are you? I'm in DC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've been here for uh, just over four years now. Yeah. Well, I'm, maybe I'll I'm, come stay with you. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, I, I actually uh, I, I moved here because uh, I was doing work in, in Africa. I was working on a mobile healthcare system. Uh, on the continent, was working on a pilot program. Um, did the first part of it, did this big long expedition throughout Africa, which is amazing, amazing, amazing. And uh, I want to do came that. Back and, yeah, we're, we're supposed to launch this program, and then the whole financial crisis went crunch, crunch and our, our, our funders at the time, um, you know, they, they pulled the funding, so that was kind of sad. But uh, a good friend of mine, Dr., um, I don't know, you may know him, Chad, Gary Blick. Um, he's mm-hmm. a well-respected doctor and scientist. And um, anyway, so he started a program in Zimbabwe. So he said that after the conference and stuff, he invited me to go up there and he wants to see if we can try that pilot program there. So why do you want to go to Africa, Zach? Could, could you do that? Go to Africa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I've been you to Africa. I've, I've been to Africa and I hated it, but. Um, can you do the bush uh, one man tent out in the national park? Oh, I, I, honey, honey, I, I ghetto styly. I, I camped in tents for seven weeks outside on the coast of Kenya and Tanzania. It was way gangster. I had seven showers in seven weeks. It was so disgusting. But oh my I God. mean, it was too. It was. I was too young to appreciate it. But uh, I would not go back to that circumstance. So that's what it is. <laughs> I okay, want to go. Okay. You would go? I'd go in a heartbeat, yeah. I would love to go over yeah, there. Yeah, it's some it's, sort it's, of outreach or something. So what's cool is you're going to meet people like that when you're at the conference. You're going to meet people from the continent of Africa because it's not a country. And you're going to meet people from the Caribbean. You're going to meet people from, of course, Europe and, and Australia, And which, by the way, it's going to be in Melbourne, Australia. I've never been to Australia. Jack, I'm sure you've been a million times. But not I've Melbourne. never been to I've never been to Australia, period, and that's like one of the only places in the world where I, I feel like I haven't really explored, and, and yeah, I'm so awesome. excited about that. So two years, it's going to be in Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Actually, I have, another, I have another caller on the line, so let me go ahead and bring them on. Uh, area code 850, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello, this is Butch. I just Hi, wanted Butch. to call hello. in and say hello to Fort Walton's favorite son. You know, Dave hey. is from Fort Walton. <laughs> Used to be on my board of directors. I we need you to come I back. I need some new board members. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Butch was so, like, sweet because I was on the board, and, 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 and it was just so hard to do the calls. And, and I'm so, I feel so badly about that, Butch. But you know what? Come <laughs> August 1st, it's a whole new thing. And, and you're going to yeah. be here, right? Right, I'm coming up, and I was going to ask you, uh, of your events that you've got scheduled through the reunion, what is the one thing that you would say that is a that you have to attend, that you can't miss when you're up against so many other things? So, Yeah. Uh, if you had um, to pick one thing that you're sponsoring, what would it be? 
Um, to be honest, I, you know, even though with the – and this is a social networking event. It's a coming-together event. I would have to say it's the International AIDS Candlelight uh, Vigil. Okay, I'm making uh, that. The no, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, because and then and then I'll, after I, I tell you why, then I'll tell you the other event, you know, like fun event. Um, and the reason for that is, you know, the quilt is so important, but you know, it, it's more representative of what's happening in the United States, and millions and millions of people, as we know, like you know, over 30 million people have died from AIDS worldwide. And even though I think the quilt is important representation of, of you know, the epidemic and, and the hard times and the challenges and, and the part of history, uh, which I work on every day, um, it, it's not representative of the international community. And so when I spoke to uh, National Association of Persons with AIDS, NAPWA, uh, which is U.S.-based, and then GNP+, Plus, which is the global network of, of people, it's like the international version of NAPWA. And, and our organization, World Days Institute, we decided to do this uh, International AIDS Candlelight Vigil. So I don't know how many people are going to participate in that, but I think that's going to be a tremendously uh, powerful and moving. It's, it's not an action. Uh, people are just going to gather after, and we're just going to walk straight down. They're going to close off the streets. They're going to walk straight down 7th Street, right, by the, uh, right next to the convention center, to... Uh, um, uh, I can't remember what the road is right now. Uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. We're going to make a left, and then the whole group is just going to gather around the, that big uh, uh, reflecting pool right in front of the Capitol. So that, I would say, is, is, a, is, a, is a don't miss. So that's right after the opening ceremony, immediately following. That's from and then the other one. Are candles allowed or not? I've been hearing different things online. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think some people are going to have candles and are going to walk up to, but once you hit the Capitol grounds, the police have been very clear that there can be no open flames whatsoever. There's so also various what, there's also various apps that you can start on your phone that are fake candles. Right, right, exactly. So we have one, but there are other ones as well. Um, Jack's right. Um, so, so yeah, but you know, even if you don't have an app, because not everyone has an iPhone or Android or whatever. Uh, you can just use the light from your from your phone. I mean, right. I, Jack, Jack, you remember when we used to get our lighters out at concerts? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I never smoked, and I'm much younger than you. <laughs> well, Butch, you remember that? I'm yeah. We sure did that at Auburn, at Auburn, um, probably at the football games. Because um, <laughs> Alabama was because Alabama was whooping your ass so bad. Uh, anyway, no, never. So, uh, <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so it's about light. So really, okay. it's about the the visual, the light, and and I just can't imagine we're gonna have a bunch of photographers, and I'm sure media there as well, just capturing this moment. It's gonna be a historical moment, but but it's representative of all the people who have died from AIDS over the past 30 years. So don't miss that one. And then the other one I would say is 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 our closing party. It's the psychedelic poker ball. You got to go to that one. It's gonna be a blast. When is that? That's the Secret. That's gonna be on that Friday. From nine to close, nine p.m. to closing. Uh, that's about the time I, I fly out Friday night. So, all right. Well, there's I'll have one to miss to that. Me. But anyway, and I take your side on the Africa thing because both of my trips to Africa have been amazing and wonderful, and the opportunity to meet so many people internationally is just really gives you a lot of strength and courage, and you learn so much more about yourself as well as other. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and and I'm so Robert. I'm so glad that you're doing the show. Um, you're doing your show, and I hope you're you're going to do it daily. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to do your business, but if you did it daily, you're going to have so much stuff to share, and and, and people, your listeners are going to feel like they're there, like yeah. they're participating in, in some way. So that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Y'all have a good evening. I'm out. Bye. That's awesome. Wow, I can't believe we're actually Yeah, positive living. Actually, uh, speaking of Butch, he actually is um, giving away one of the prize that is going to be announced for the hashtag HIV um, campaign that um, the, the Positive Radio is in, involved with. And uh, Daniel Bauer is going to announce the winner of the photo challenge uh, during the event that you have going on on Thursday evening uh, during his Beyond Belief. So um, that's going to be awesome. He gave a, a scholarship uh, to the Positive Living 16 conference to the person who's chosen the winner. So I just wanted to thank Butch for that. 
Yeah, that's going to be amazing. I actually saw Dan, uh, Daniel's show. I, I went up to New York to to see it when he was doing uh, his two shows there uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, it's it's very powerful, and and um, it, it's going to be I think even more powerful. He's he's going to tweak some things and and uh, you know based upon some feedback that he got. So I really do hope that he takes it on tour because it's a it's a powerful anti stigma message, which is always so critical. And Jack, I know that's that's what you're doing as well with all the work that you're doing. It's just yeah. so important. I think that's awesome, man. And, and you know, Jeremy is is his assistant, so you know, it's 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 awesome what they what they're doing together. And um, I think it's great. I've seen the show at the NAPL conference in Dallas, and um, from what I hear, he's revamped it, and it's only going to be even more incredible. So even if you've seen it before, you, you, when you watch it this time, it's going to be totally different from what I gather. Um, since we're actually down to the last couple minutes, uh, Dave, can you um, tell people where they can find you? Um, you know, the, the World AIDS Institute website and all that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, I would just encourage you to go to our, our website, and, and you'll be interconnected with uh, our organization as well from there, but it's, um, it's AIDS2012reunion.org age2012reunion.org and you'll be able to find all of our information there and uh, if there's any listeners here that, that need to you know get in touch with me personally for whatever reason I'm um, happy to give you my cell phone number uh, it's 202 664 2777 202 664 2777 is my personal cell phone just give me a call I'm, uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have and um, if you're not able to find that on the website or uh, if you need help with something. So, yeah, uh, contact me anytime. And, and the AIDS Reunion website so they can see the list of events? Mm-hmm. AIDS2012reunion.org. Okay. Yeah, because there's definitely a lot going on, so people definitely want to have to check that out. If you could give advice to one person who was just newly diagnosed, what would you tell them? Uh, you're not alone. Um, that you may not feel like uh, you may feel like you're alone, but you're not. And there are people out there just like you that uh, have gone through the same challenges. It's not the end of the world. And uh, luckily, we live in a country where we're fortunate to have access to to, to treatment and care, and uh, it's available to you. Um, it's it is life changing, but in many ways, it's a very uh, incredible, beautiful, and wonderful change because uh, you don't take things for granted so much anymore. And you're going to meet some amazing people, too, just like you. That's awesome. Well, Dave Purdy, thank you so much for joining us this hour. It was an awesome. I've learned so much just listening to you talk about, you know, what it was like for you, your experience, and things like that. So I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us. Well, my Thanks. pleasure. Jack, I look forward to seeing you. Thanks, Purdy. I'll text you right okay. now, CNBC. Okay. You better. You better. Gonna get, um, you're going to get a mountain full of texts now that you gave your number out. I'm going to start texting. On. As soon as I hang out the phone, I'm starting to send dirty pictures. Bring it. I love it. Are you kidding me? Um, hey, Robert, thanks again. I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, and, and I know we talked, Robert, that maybe we could do a, um, a couple of things during uh, during that week and and of course, you have a home at the Western City Center, and and uh, I know you guys can be shacking up at uh, this really uh, cool apartment that we got for you guys. So it'll I be good. I appreciate that so much. And you have you got a great night. Thanks. All right, Dave. Bye, Jack. We'll be we'll be texting soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Thanks. And you can find more information on the Age 2012 Reunion by going to www.age2012reunion.org. We do have some great shows on next. Uh, this Sunday coming up, we're going to do actually our show at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, um, a pre-conference show. It's probably only going to be about a 30-minute show, and then we're going to do tons of them throughout the conference. So just stay tuned to us here at Pazam.com for information. And we'll coordinate about that if you want my help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll do a recap next Sunday. I just want to talk about some people coming on. August 5th, we're going to have Maria Mejia come on and share her story. Uh, Christopher Barnhill will come on on August 12th. Dad, uh, Dad Barner will be on the 19th of August to talk about the Teddy Bear Touchdown he's doing in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And then on the 26th, we're going to have the two gentlemen um, from the Stigma Project come on and talk about that amazing organization and all the great things they're doing.
Jack, it was great talking to you. I can't wait to see you next week. Hopefully we'll I know. meet up somewhere and say hello. Of course. Many times I'm sure we'll see each other. Right. And people can find information on Jack by going to jackmackenroth.com. More information on myself and the radio show at pausim.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. Special guest today. Special thanks to our guest, Dave Purdy. Jack, have a great night. Bye, y'all.